0: This podcast is brought to you in association with From Sweden with Love, one of the oldest fan sites dedicated to the world of 007. Online since 2004 and also on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Why not check them out today? James Bond 007.se Nobody does it better. <laughs> Or as they say in Stockholm these days... Injen jur debete. Hello, I'm John Orty. I'm a stunt historian, author, broadcaster, and producer. And the man behind, behind the stunts... On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Welcome... This episode and a series of podcasts dedicated to the action stunts in the James Bond movies. My new book, Ever Heard of Evil Knievel, is the definitive guide to everything action-packed in the film series. It looks at the stunts, the performers, the coordinators and the stories behind these incredible moments captured on film. You'll hear clips from some of the interviews that have been undertaken over the years, where applicable, and sound clips from the movies themselves. The book, podcast and YouTube series are also to be used as educational tools to learn from and to wonder at. Yes, only the second James Bond adventure could be more exciting than the first, as the trailer claimed back in 1963. And we should start by addressing the Bob Simmons-shaped elephant in the room. He's missing. Not there on this occasion. The role of stunt coordinator was given to Peter Perkins, a fine arranger and performer who'd worked steadily through the 40s and 50s taking charge of the action on Danger Man before landing the Bond film. But what about Bob Simmons? Why wasn't he working? Injury, perhaps? This may be the only obvious consideration, as he's not credited with any other work during 1963 at all. The Perkins family, who were very kind in providing background information on Peter leading up to the film, make it clear that Peter was chosen to replace Simmons. Peter did speak to Simmons, who said he was very happy to assist in any way he could. He may even have done a night on the Gypsy Camp battle, but certainly didn't double Sean Connery on the film. Tell me, which lunatic assignment did they get you out of? This calls into doubt the legend that has Bob and Jack Cooper fighting it out in the train carriage during the film. In reality, the fight would have been filmed three times once with the actors then again with both stuntmen fighting each other and then finally the fight would have been filmed with pickup shots by that I mean Sean Connery fighting Jack Cooper let's say for a few moves and this would allow the editor Peter Hunt to use the actor's face in the shots and still get the right response from the stuntman the director may have liked what he saw during this move when the two stuntmen fought each other Peter Perkins doubles Sean Connery. This is undeniable. And with the aid of Blu-ray, you can now go half-frame by half-frame and Perkins is easy to spot. This brings into question Simmons' recall of this time on the film. The last time he was interviewed about it was back in the early 80s and did indeed claim to be Sean's double for the fight. But technology although hated by some, is a major factor in this claim. Luckily for us, Bob is back next time. And back with a vengeance. Pays many debts. The tough assassin brought in by Spectre to take charge of the gypsy camp battle is Krilenko, played by stuntman Fred Haggerty. Peter Perkins would have been very aware of Haggerty's ability as a performer, but also as an actor. This role requires movement, reaction and dialogue. You must remember that stuntmen got work. It wasn't just because of their physical prowess they were card-carrying equity members who had to turn their hand to a few lines from time to time. Haggerty was perfect and is rewarded by a fall from Anita Ekberg's mouth. Not easy, either, as the positioning of the rope doesn't make this fall straightforward. He must fall and turn over in order to hit the very small landing area correctly. However, it's still safe to say that... She should have kept her mouth shut. Another stuntman who can act was Peter Bram, who plays a We spot him first on Spectre Island, and again in the flower-laden yellow pickup truck, which is being used for target practice by the Spectre helicopter. Luckily for Bond, he is once again up against henchmen who can't shoot straight, buying him valuable additional screen time. Peter Braham was another well-placed stuntman. He's a great look and a very agile performer. Being thrown from a speedboat at the end of the sequence isn't as easy as it looks. At least Connery had remembered to cut the rope, as in an earlier rehearsal he hadn't got his timing quite right. The routine was cut the rope, slight push, and then into the water, whereas... The rehearsal had him saying the line, then giving Peter a push before cutting the rope, and he falls into the water. It soon became apparent that treading water with your arms tied isn't easy, and a safety crew had to go in and cut him loose. just isn't your day, is it? Where are we going? Don't forget to subscribe and check out the episodes on the Behind the Stunts YouTube channel. Until next time, bye-bye for now.